Do you need help accelerating your career journey? Then check out my courses and resources over at fasttracktofearless.com. Podcast listeners get a special 20% discount on the website. Enter the code POD20 at checkout. Hello and welcome to Fast Track to Fearless with me, Tracy Forsyth. In this week's episode of The Coaching Corner, we're focusing on self-critical overachievers who often struggle to stop, take stock, and celebrate their accomplishments before moving on to the next thing. As a self-critical person myself, I really recognize this trait in others, and it's something I see with many of the people I mentor. So what is the best way to acknowledge your own achievements? So my first thing is to think about yourself as a Formula One car. Okay, so you are peak performance, high achieving, going like a bomb, 100 miles an hour around that track. And remember that even a Formula One car that uh, Lewis Hamilton drives or whoever, they need a pit stop. They need to stop. They need about, well, they get high maintenance um, pit stops, don't they? They have about 12 different mechanics changing their tires, changing their oil, doing this, that and the other. So even a Formula One car needs to stop in a once in a while. So you cannot go through life achieving, achieving, achieving a challenge after challenge after challenge without taking a pause or without taking a pit stop and expect yourself to not find it exhausting. So even if your ambition and your drive is something that's really, really helping you to succeed and helping you not to fall back into that comfort zone, etc., you still do need to tackle the bit that is leaving you drained and exhausted. So one of my quick things is that when I speak to my self-critical overachieving coachees, because they're very, very harsh on themselves, and we are, aren't we? We're really, really, we're our own worst critic. You know, we're perfectionists. Nothing is ever good enough. Um, What I say to them is like, if you had a child or if you knew a little boy or girl, nephew, niece, et cetera, et cetera, who had worked really, really, really hard in their exams and had got, you know, 10 straight A's, what would you say to them? you would give them a pat on the back. You'd celebrate that. You'd stop and you'd say how well they had done, right? You wouldn't just say, yeah, yeah, that was great. Now just get on with your, get on with the next set. Well, you might, but, you know, I think most people would think that actually people deserve the praise if they put in the hard work and um, they can take a moment of praise. So, you know, why are you any different? So in one sense, I think, you know, you really have to look at yourself almost like have two versions of yourself. So you've got a version here who's like, oh, I can't stop. I can't stop. And I'm on to the next one. I'm on to the next one. And then have another version of yourself that just says, hang on a minute, let's just stop. Well done for what you've done. I sometimes use my maiden name when I'm talking to myself. And uh, my name was Tracy Edwards. So I sometimes say, well done, Edwards. You've done this, that and the other. So champion myself that way. So if you need to do something like that, make sure you are doing it. Don't let those moments pass. But on a more, well, I suppose it's more spiritual level. You know, many of you know that I'm passionate about well-being. And I really believe that to succeed in today's VUCA world, volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous, we as executives and leaders and founders have to maintain our good well-being physically and mentally and and maintain that resilience. And it doesn't work if you're going going like the clappers and not having any pit stops. And there's a concept in yoga called ahimsa, which is nonviolence or kindness. 
kindness, kindness to others and kindness to self. And it goes back to that thing. It's the very first thing in yoga that that, that is in the kind of like the, the Bible of yoga is the very first thing. It's not the breathing. It's not the it's not the postures. It's not the fancy handstands. The very first thing is ahimsa, being kind. So just when you when you are really being critical with yourself, when you are uh, not appreciating yourself, not indulging yourself by giving a pat on the shoulder, just ask yourself, am I being kind to myself? And if it was somebody else, would this be a kind way to treat them? And if it's not, then take note. My other things are just think about it in this way is that when you have a success or an achievement and you've been working hard, it's really important to celebrate your wins, celebrate your wins. And whether you do that privately using your alter ego, telling your your inner champion, telling yourself that you've done good, or whether you share it with your family and friends who love you um, and will be happy for you, I think it's really important to mark it down because so many of us will only ever discuss the things that we're moaning about or the things that aren't right. It's funny, actually, you know, like a lot of um, my parents' generation will look at the news and say they only ever put bad news on. For yourself and for other people around you, don't only ever talk about what's wrong. Talk about what is right and what you are proud of. And for those of you who are worried that that's boastful, it's not boastful. You know, it's like celebrating the wins. Think back to that straight A student who's worked their little socks off. Would you really think that's boastful if they say, I got 10 A's? No, it's just fact. And in the same way, your wins, your efforts paying off and your achievements are wins and they are there to be acknowledged and celebrated. So be kind to yourself. Right. So make sure you do that. The second thing is, I think, document them. You know, we all have my, my friend Lisa. She has a cheer file. So so anytime anybody sends her something nice in an email and says nice things about her, she puts it into a little folder called cheer. So when she's feeling down, she she if she has a gloomy day, she can check that that folder out and and feel good. And in the same way, I think, you know, life goes so fast. And for you self-critical overachievers out there, you will be achieving so much. They'll be stacking up and you won't have taken any notice of them. If you've been to any of my mini summits, I often refer to self-critical overachievers achieving something and then chucking them over their shoulder like diamonds and, and, and rubies just to be left to be trodden over in the soil. So make sure you document, document your wins, whether that is a little diary, whether it's a little folder, just whatever it is, just make sure that you put it down. Otherwise, you're going to forget it. So the other thing I think my, my third point is think about yourself as your own agent as your own Hollywood agent, right? So they would not be quiet about the achievements and, and the, the wins that you had got. They would be telling everybody about them. And why? Because they're good for business. So if an actor's been a huge success and won an Oscar in one actor, you can bet your bottom dollar that they're gonna market the, the heck out of that in order to get that actor another role. And likewise with you, you know, in what ways are your wins and your achievements good for business, good for your career? Now, you don't want to be like shoving that under the carpet, do you? So make sure that you are your own agent. In what ways are your your wins and your achievements good for business? And if they are good for business, post about them. You know, so LinkedIn's perfect place to say, listen, guys, I'm really thrilled that I've managed to do such and such. And from what I can see of, on LinkedIn, everybody loves a good news story. 
Um, people love to champion other people doing well. So it's not boasting, it is statement of fact. Your achievements are a statement of fact. So there's a difference between boasting and being arrogant and just being proud of what you've achieved. And so just think about that, like don't cast them aside because essentially they're good for business. They're proof points, either like um, that you've solved problems, that uh, you've you've struck deals, whatever it is, they are proof points to talk about and share, which are good for your career. So don't hide your light under a bushel. So make sure they are fully out there. And uh, my next point is to look back. What I recommend you do is take out a big piece of paper or if you're digitally minded, you can do it on your iPad or whatever and draw a line from January to December. And then on that line, just chart the ups and downs that you had this year. So, you you know, we all have ups and downs, right? But this year, just chart from January to December, go back through your diary if you have to, go back through your calendar to remember what you've done and remember what you've achieved and put the high points and the low points and really just look back and think, you know, what a year, what a year, what am I proud of? What am I proud of? What am I celebrating? What can I share with my community? What can I use as proof points for my business? The other thing I would say is that, Having an end in mind is really useful if you suffer from this never being able to acknowledge your own achievements. So I'm going to go back to that metaphor of the Formula One car. So we can all be Formula One cars, right, zooming around the track. And often I think self-critical overachievers who, who, who love a big challenge and then forget about it as soon as it's done are basically going round and round and round that track where there is no finish line. And often I think that's, that's why they feel, okay, I've got to go to the next. I've got to keep going. I've got to keep going. When, when am I going to get to the finish line? You know, and that is exhausting. So if you don't have a, an idea of what the goal is, what the crossing line is, what the what the target is, what the goal is, how will you know that you've got there? So I think it's really, really important to make sure that you've got a clear strategy about where you're going, clear vision of what you want to achieve, and crucially, how you will know that you've got it. Because otherwise, you're going to go through life and you've definitely got that drive and that ambition and you, they've definitely got the appetite for challenge, etc. But if you don't know what the end point is or what the end point for this year is, then how will you know if you've crossed the line? So I think it's very, very difficult to feel that sense of satisfaction and achievement if you are continually going around that track with no finish line. Thanks for joining me in the Coaching Corner. I'm Tracy Forsyth. If you're struggling with any of this, perhaps you're a self-critical overachiever or struggle with self-doubt or imposter syndrome, get in touch. Visit FastTractorFearless.com to book a one-to-one discovery call. And don't forget, you can get a 20% discount on the Fast Tractor Fearless website using the code POD20. Join me next week as I expand on this theme of self-doubt, offering my tips on how to stop worrying about being found out. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.